What's up, Sitters? This is Bradford Douglas, along with Joey Edge. Sitters, what's good? And Chris Martinez. What's happening? And we are front porch sitting, and we are happening because we are watching some sports and hanging out on the front porch once again. Hey, well done. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to say something different whenever he said my name. Can't, can't and I, I I tried really hard. I was gonna see. I don't even know what I was gonna say. I had something in my head a second ago. It's it's gone because my head's dumb. But and then I, I leaned in and I was like, oh yeah, sitters, what's good? It's, it's so hard like to break that habit. It really is. Remember when we used to both say sitters, what's good? You're like Brad, that's mine. <laughs> I did have to kick you off of my saying. Yeah, we can't have too many what's goods going on because uh, today. Um, well, I don't know about you boys, but. Uh, it's been a good day, right? I'm vertical, above ground. But boy, have I taken some L's today. There's been a lot of L's on the front porch today. Oh my God. A lot of L's. A lot of L's oh to boy. some sitters that I know personally. Oh. Shane. Oh. Rock. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just kidding. Love you guys. Uh, Man, New York Stock Exchange. And I'm done with it. That's all I'm talking about. That's it. I'm not going to say another word. But no, oh. We're good. My God. Well, um, uh, speaking of L's, we got some Gator basketball to talk about tonight. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to talk about Florida State, who is still playing. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about the Sweet 16, and what else? We got anything else? A little football, a little about Florida State and Florida football. Um, there we've got a couple topics on the back end. If we have time for them, we'll get them in. If not, uh, if not, we'll, we'll save them for next week. Yeah, next week's a big week too, so tune in for that. But before any of that, we got to talk about JW Weaponry because they are the premier gun store in the South. Uh, go see those guys. They are really great in person, but you can either call them. Joey, what's the number? 386-243-8587 or visit jwweaponry.com. Brad gave me another L on the night. Excellent. Yeah, he did. He, he slid that in there, didn't he? <laughs> it, it really, it truly was unnecessary. It wasn't necessary. He could have at least warned me or or said, "Hey, I'm fixing to hit you in the face." Yeah, like, I anything. I don't know if he was planning that like all along, but he held that tight to the vest until we pushed record. It only came to be like a couple of seconds ago when you were talking about all the L's, and then I was like, hmm, "One more." Could have given you one right there, but <clears throat> we'll let that ride. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna let that one go. We're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> Where do you want to start, Joey? Oh, I, I want to say thanks to the people leaving the reviews on the podcast. That was pretty cool. I think we got like 10 more reviews. They haven't cleared through like the uh, iTunes. They have to like approve it and make sure it's not foul language, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But they're there. I can see them. So thanks. Appreciate it. That's, 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 a, that's always a good thing. I mean, obviously, we're starting with where we need to start, right? And I'm going to sit back and uh, allow you to have the floor here. Um, We'll go ahead. I'll introduce it. Gator basketball. Yes, sir. More, more um, concentrated on Mr. Mike White. I would, I would open a drink, but it's dead. So <clears throat> here's the thing. I'm going to refrain from cussing. I, I've refrained over the last seven, eight, nine, ten weeks, whatever it's been, from cussing. Since I started, uh, since I started coaching baseball, some of the players listen, <clears throat> and I and I want them to hear me say bad words because I never say them. So, Mike White really sucks at coaching basketball. That's that's what that was my biggest takeaway from the Oral Roberts game. Like, <clears throat> this is stuff that I knew already. Like, I've known this. I, I I have said this many times before. I think he's a wonderful human being. I think maybe in the right situation, somewhere else, he can be okay. In this situation at the University of Florida, he is not, will not, and cannot be the guy to lead this program into the future. He just can't. So, I, it's funny you say that. I haven't ever really watched, or would this year anyways, Florida with any type of like interest in what happens. I'm just kind of like like a zombie watching the game. Cause right, because it's, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's sports. <clears throat> it's a ball bouncing around. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glued in. to the TV, right? Of course. 
I actually had a little bit of an interest on the game for whatever my bracket or whatever other 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 you know gambling things yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think you were going to say it, and then you did. Oh, I don't care. No. Okay. I, good. The way I did New York Stock Exchange today. Um, it's clear I don't care about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, anyhow, but I was watching Mike White, and I'm like, not that Leonard Hamilton's like the world class best coach ever, but I'm like, man, there's like such a stark difference in everything about like the way he goes, like you, everything you've said previously. I just kind of took at face value. I didn't look at it with my own set of eyes, and then I actually watched, and I'm like, okay, well Joey's right here. Oh, okay, Joey's right here. Oh, okay, yeah, he really does put the freaking offense into prevent offense with seven minutes to go. I, I, think it, I think it may have been Tyler that I was texting. I text somebody whenever – so Trey Mann's got the ball. He's jogging up the court. It's probably seven, eight, somewhere in that range to go. They're up nine at the time. I remember this very vividly. They were up nine at the time. Mike White, like Trey Mann looks over at the sideline going towards, towards their basket. And uh, Mike White's on the sideline, and he puts both hands up like a stop sign, like a third-base coach in the, in the coach's box puts up the stop sign. Yeah. Mike White does that, okay? So Trey Mann looks at him. He starts walking the ball up the court. He looks at him. He looks at him. He looks at him. He looks at him. Literally not one single thing happened in that possession until nine seconds left on the shot clock. Nine seconds is when they started running the offense. Mm. Nine, Chris. Mm. Nine. What kind of shot do you think they put up? Uh, they didn't put shot. up a shot. Oh, wow. Oh, because it was a shot clock violation. And that's whenever I said, we won't win this game. Can't. No. And there was never an adjustment made from there. The only adjustment we made was going to a 1-3-1 trapping zone, which gave Oral Roberts, who actually can shoot the basketball pretty well. They shoot like 39% from three as a team. Right. A team. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, they're like 21st in, the co- in college basketball. I don't have those numbers in front of me. I remember these from, from before the game because I, I figured we could actually – Play again, play with them pretty well. Yeah, I told you that through text, because um, we matched up really well with them athletically, and then our our strengths versus their strengths were I felt a positive for Florida, and they were, and that that proved to be true throughout the game until Mike White said, "Slow it down, let's not play basketball anymore." But anyways, <clears throat> so that's when I knew that we were in trouble. By we, I mean you know University of Florida basketball team. Um, and then after the game. Okay, so oh, the trap, the the one three one. We started running the one three one. They started getting open looks, knocking them down. And when they didn't knock them down, we weren't in any position to rebound. And so we gave up way too many offensive rebounds in the last seven eight minutes of the game. And yep. then you, you know the result. You know you know what happens after that. Right. Um, but after the game, they asked Mike White about slowing it up, and he said, "I didn't want our guys to get tired, so I slowed it down a little. Mm. Also to combat the turnover problem that we've been having." I wanted to slow it down for that, too. And there's a couple of things here. Oral Roberts was running with six guys. They ran with six guys throughout the night. Mm. They had a six-man rotation. University of Florida should have more than a six-man rotation. Agreed. And they did. They played more than six. Now, a few of them may or may not have should have been on the court. Like Osifo, whenever uh, with three minutes left. See, here's the, here's the difference in coaching. We got a one-in-one situation. Oral Roberts says, hey, let's put that guy on the free throw line because he shoots at, I I don't know, 29% on the year. So let's put him on the free throw line and let him miss at the front end of a Mm one-and-one, which he did. They get the rebound, go down, knock down a three. Hey, how about that? Smart guy on the other side of the the court. Yeah, so everything you said I totally agree with, and I think like the majority of our our listeners and all Gator fans now are like on board with that. For those who are Not all. There's There's still some that are on the Mike White train because – quote we can't who who else who else are we going to get well we don't know who else we're going to get and that's my biggest thing like anytime you you have a coaching search right anytime you have a coaching search you don't know exactly what you're going to get what i know is what we have and what we have will never take us to where we want to be yeah and if we're not going to where we want to be then what's the point what are we doing right i'm with you you have to have time to build and and show us who you are philosophies all those things have to be in place but after you've shown us who you are and we know what we got, like you said, like you know, I'm pretty confident that you that the university knows who they have in Mike White. Mm-hmm. That's that's subpar. It is. And it, it's really that simple. Like I, I'm, I'm a big fan of giving coaches time. Same. But but I think you guys have. I do. We he's been. This is his fifth year. He's. I think he's recruited four or five stars. If I I may be wrong on the number exactly. I'm, I think it's four. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many guys he's had drafted, Chris? Mm. I dropped my phone again. He's had zero players drafted in five years. 
Mm. Now, I know all of those guys aren't his guys. Right, right. Zero players drafted. That means we aren't progressing. We're not developing. We're not getting better. Trey Mann, he, he just declared for the draft today, yesterday, as you're listening. Saw that. He's not going to get drafted. No. If he does, it'll be a late late second-round guy. Like, right. That's, that's best-case scenario for him. Yeah. That's one. Scotty Lewis came in as a McDonald's All-American five-star. Yep. He's transferring. Just let, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. He ain't coming back. Really? I, why would you? I mean, I wouldn't, but I okay. that, that's the news. Breaking news right there. That's a spec, speculation. That's not breaking news. But he ain't coming back. There's no reason for him to come back. <laughs> okay. I, I understand that you lost Keontae Johnson. Villanova lost Gillespie. That's their best player? Yeah. Where What are they doing right now? Uh, they're practicing. Yeah. Mm. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, they're practicing because they're playing in the Sweet 16 without their best player. Yeah. And, and look, man. Florida, first of all, losing Keontae Johnson was extremely I know huge. No, I, I, you, yeah. you weren't gloss, glossing over that, and I know you're being serious, but I just want to make like we that was like that was huge, 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 huge. I He's get their it. best player. Absolutely. He, he is, but but you had an opportunity still. With all that being said, to go beat a team that had no business on the same court with you, I understand they shoot it well, but they don't belong. They do not belong on the same court as Florida, right? But right, but they won. It, it was it was like gifted to you to walk into the Sweet 16. And then if you walk into the Sweet 16, you probably saved Mike White's job for sure. It might still be safe, but even I think it without is Keontae Johnson, right? You you save you you're you're playing in the Sweet 16. Like that's huge. Second weekend of, of the tournament. So, so uh, I, I, my 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 good buddy. I'm going to call him my good buddy for now. Mm-hmm. Trey Hosford. He sent me a text after the game because I tweeted. I tweeted something probably I shouldn't have tweeted, but I was a touch angry. I had lost a little bit of money. Which is completely irrelevant because I, I didn't care about that at that moment. I cared about Florida winning the basketball game. But it, with about three minutes left, I, I, I don't know who I was. T- I was texting a lot of people because it was angry texts. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I said a lot of things. Um, but I was like, I hope we lose. I don't even care. I, t- I, I know I sent Shane this text. I hope we lose. I don't want. I don't. I don't. I don't want them to say Mike White got this team to the Sweet Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Not looking like this. I don't want that. Right. So I tweeted out. Thank God we lost. Hopefully Mike White doesn't have a job tomorrow. Right. And if he does, I'm not. I'm done with Gator basketball. I won't watch a game if he's the head coach. I won't. I saw that. Okay. And I, I promise you, I'll, I'll stick to that. I won't watch a game as long. I hope they win still, but I won't watch a game. I can't. It's right. it's too frustrating. Um, so Trey sends me a text, and uh, he, he basically said, you know, Gator fans are are like this all the time. You know, you're you're three points away from the Sweet 16. But it's Oral Roberts, Chris. I'm with you. And yeah, I, I get it. They beat Ohio State. They're, it's Oral Roberts. I'm with you. And we were up 12 with 12 minutes to go. That's the part. It's we're that we're part. up 12. Florida, the University of Florida is up 12. When they played basketball, to your point, they were beating them like they were supposed to beat them. And that's my thing. That's my, that's my thing the whole time. If they play to, to the potential that they can play to, they're not bad. They, can they win the championship? Absolutely not. No. But they had... A perfect opportunity to get to the Elite Eight. Agree. Because then they play Arkansas, who they match up well with. Yep. Arkansas beat them at their place early in the earlier in the year. Fine. Yep. Florida's beaten them eight out of the last nine. Yeah. So they match up with Arkansas in the Sweet Sixteen. They have a, a legitimate chance to beat them and go to the Elite Eight. Yeah. That's huge. Like it sets up really easily. You, you like. Yeah. You beat Virginia Tech. You had a lead late. Yep. You collapsed. Yep. Big time. What five? You had a five point lead with like eight seconds left. Yeah. Not great when you when you blow that lead. That's not great. Nope. Um, thankfully, they won the game. And then Oral Roberts, like I said, I mean, you're like it's set up really well for you to make a run, and you don't. And that's what's so frustrating to me as a Gator fan is it was set up. It was a, it was an easy course to get to where you feel like you wanted and should be, and you don't take advantage of that. And that's that's why I say I don't think he's the guy for the job because there was never an adjustment made. I mean, for five years now, there hasn't been an adjustment. It's the same old, same old. Like, everybody blamed, and I said this early in the year, but everybody was talking about Andrew Nimhart. Well, he was the problem. It's At what point do we let the coach take accountability? Because he, he's, he's a lot like Mullen right now. He, he ain't taking a whole lot of accountability for much post-game. I was a little disappointed that he didn't say, hey, that's, this is on me. I was going to say that. He, this is on me. He, he didn't do that. Now, he didn't take it on the players or anything like that. Right. But people – Last year said, oh, Nimhard can't run that fast-paced offense. That's why they didn't run. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because he's doing a pretty damn good job of running that fast-paced offense at Gonzaga right now, ain't he? Faster, yeah. Yeah, much faster. Yes, Like, immensely faster. Like, the fastest team in college basketball faster. Yeah, they get in their offense 25 seconds. And he is 
running it to perfection. Now, he's not the starter. No, he might not even be the number two or three. But he's going in, getting his 18 to 24 minutes a game. Yep. And when he gets those 18 to 24, he's getting eight points, seven assists, six rebounds, and he's rolling on out of there. And they're rolling, yeah. No, I, 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 he, he was never the issue. He was never the issue. It was always at the top. I'm and that's you. where we're at. So, whatever. Who does, just off topic, who does, who does, who's Trey's team? Is he a Gator? He was a Billy Donovan fan. Okay. And so he, he liked Gator basketball then. I think he still is okay with Gator basketball. He's, I mean, he's a Florida State fan. Right. I knew that. But, but he, yeah, he, he always liked Billy D. So I know that's, that was his guy back in the day. Gotcha. Okay. Man, I, I really do, I really do hate it. And it sounds sarcastic. And I swear I'm not being, I do hate it because, Florida in because you know I, when I came over here on we'll talk about that that was a good time when I came over here was that Friday <laughs> Friday uh, yeah Friday Friday no, Saturday we had a teacher work day no Friday well, and both, Saturday it was two days yeah they run together but it was two <laughs> <I know>. days <laughs> but Friday was the opening day when you guys played yes. Virginia Tech at yes. noon I was over here with there was what ten people me a bulldog and eight Gator fans <laughs> but like it was I was I was a, a semi Gator fan that day just for like the I was in their presence or whatnot but. It was set up. Like, you don't get opportunities like that all the time. So, when you when you find a way to beat Virginia Tech, and then you're kind of gifted Oral Roberts, and then you would be kind of gifted, not gifted, but like you No, because Arkansas, Arkansas is good. good. Yeah, they're good. Arkansas is head coach. That's who I want to be at Florida right now. Right. And so, and then people say, who? so, but hang on, I'm going to get to that point. Yeah. So, then, you know, like, it's set up. Like you said, it's set up. You don't take advantage of it. That's frustrating because every win is really, really hard to come by. And we'll get on Florida State basketball in a minute, but Seminole fans also irritate me. With some of their foolishness, um, <laughs> but when Gator fans say like, who we're going to go get, like that's still a really, really good job. Like, what do you mean who you're going to go get? Whoever the heck you want. I mean, that's that's within, how I feel about it. Within reason, right? Like, you're not going to go get uh, Scott Few or Mark Few from Gonzaga. Like, okay, we get that. <laughs> no, nah, he's never going anywhere. But I'm saying, like, yeah, it's made in the shade for him. But whoever you want, what are you, what are you talking about? Like the program's not that far off. Like it's not that far gone before they went, they went back to back. Like, right. That, that's fresh in my memory. Right. Well, they also made, you know, four straight elite eights and, and three straight final fours or <laughs> yeah. some crap like come that. On. Like not that long ago, like early 2010s. Right. Like, come on, come on. That's silly. Um, but whatever. Well, we'll see what happens with the man's job. If I'm a Gator fan, I think I don't think he's going anywhere. I'm ready for something new. If I'm a Gator I, fan. I am ready for something new, but I, I don't think he's going anywhere. So yeah, that. well, I guess we'll see. Um, let's shift it to Florida State basketball. I'm in. Let's and do it. We're going to start real quick right at the top. Winning in March is hard to do. Always, especially in the tournament. Right, that's not easy. So you have your conference tournaments, and then you have like the actual tournament. Florida State fans, like they're mad because they didn't blow out. I don't remember who Greensboro. Played. Green, UNC, UNC Greensboro. Greensboro. They didn't blow them out to their liking. Calm down. It's a win. Like, yeah, it wasn't in the best fashion, but you're playing. You're advancing. Like, and when and when we're in March, like, it's all about advancing. They don't really care how it is, right. how, it's, how it's done. Just win. So many crazy things happen. Ask Ohio State. They probably would take an ugly one point win. They said no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they, ask Florida. Yeah, ask Florida. They would probably take an ugly one point win. Like, who cares? Advance. And so then they come out um, and they blow the doors off Colorado. I mean, Colorado didn't shoot well, but Florida State put on such a clinic defensively. That's the most engaged I've seen them defensively this year. This year. And it's like, I don't, I don't want to say that they're flipping the switch or they're turning it on, but they most certainly were more engaged on the defensive end. Um, then they, they still aren't great offensively. They shot the ball better, which is hard to shoot it worse than they did the first game, <laughs> seeing as they 0 for 13 from three-point land. But, but they shot it better offensively. But the difference to me was – on the defensive end, um, they were they just everything was a challenge for Colorado. Like right. nothing was easy. At one point, their starting point guard, I think, it was a fourth year, like fourth maybe fifth year senior, senior anyways. He had more fouls or turnovers than he had points or something like. It was crazy in the third in like the I would be the third period, but or third quarter, <laughs> but the second half, late in the second half, yeah. I mean, it just absolutely <clears throat> frustrated him like to no end. So um, that's basically my synopsis of Florida State basketball in the in the yeah. March. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, and they're that's kind of that's 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 Leonard Hamilton. That's that's what they're going to do. They're going to play defense. I mean, we've talked about this all the time, but they they're going to rotate dudes in and out. Mm-hmm. Nobody's playing thirty five minutes. Nope. You're going to get a lot of dudes that play between eighteen and twenty six, twenty seven for the for the superstars. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, that's that's where they are. And they're going to play good defense. They're going to communicate. And they're going to 
if they're playing well, they're going to knock down open jump shots and win basketball games. Right. <clears throat> what do you think about Michigan? Um, I, I think it's an interesting matchup. I mean, they got that, uh, I don't know the cat's name, number 12, got the crazy hair, can shoot it. It's a point guard. He's really good. I don't, I don't know. I can't think of his name. It's, it's like slipping me right now. He's good. Like he's a focus. Like we have to make sure we stop him. Everything runs through him. Um, I really don't know. I think it, it feels like Florida State has kind of gone because you know, like like you said, Leonard Hamilton is defense first. He has shifted his philosophy a little bit to let these guys play a little bit more offense oriented. As mm-hmm. long as the defense isn't lagging too far behind, I think, I think they're embracing that defensive mindset now. Here, it's like crunch time. It's like, let's go back to our roots here. Let's play lockdown defense. And now the offensive game doesn't have to be as good because we don't have to score as many points. Um, I Anyway, if that's not what's happening, I hope that's what's happening um, because they're not great offensively. They're just not. Yeah, They don't have a Trent Forrest, Devin Vassell, Terrence Mann. Like, they don't have – God almighty. I just, that's three guys that were drafted last year off this basketball team. <laughs> like you don't have those guys, you know. What I mean? Those guys absolutely give them the ball one on one. They could take over. They don't have that. They don't. Scotty Barnes is not that. I said that at the very beginning of the season. You've been saying it from the jump. He's not that. He will be drafted off of what he can be, not what he is right now. He's not a great college basketball player. He's not. <clears throat> He's a very good defender, and mm-hmm. that's kind of where we have to draw a line. He's average, I, I, average offensively. Yeah, I mean, I can appreciate that. He he's got the ability to be electric, but. Yeah. His game's not complete, in my opinion. At all. But he'll be drafted. He'll yeah, be a lottery 100%. pick yeah. off of what he can be. Right. He's a 6'8 point guard. I'm like, okay, I'm good. Um, I, I, you know, I just don't know. I, I think if they play good defense, I think they match up well. I think they match up well with Michigan. It's it's Mich- it's almost like they're the same team. Almost like they're the same team. They, it really is. Like Michigan and, and Florida State play at similar paces. They both play a lot of defense. I mean, they're, they're both pretty deep. Yeah, they both, they both run dudes in and out all the time. Like, they're they're similar. I think their top end is probably better than our top end. Like their best player is better than our best player. But I think like guys three through five, I think that's where we have an advantage. And like you might can make an argument for like the bottom, like the next the next four. So like guys six through eight, six through ten. Right. I think we may have an advantage there. But they're better up top. So if that guy goes dumb, I don't know. But nobody really goes dumb against Florida State, so I, I don't know. I'm I am, and it's my team. That's why I'm most excited about it. But I really do think, out of all the matchups, that's the one that's most interesting and exciting going into this uh, the Sweet Sixteen. The Sweet Sixteen, I agree with that. I think that <clears throat> that matchup specifically is going to be fun to watch. Um, what, what do you think? Just as far as just a good matchup. Mm. We'll get to another good matchup, like the Florida State Michigan. Like, how do you? Because the line right now is Florida State plus two, plus two and a half, something like that. Yeah, I don't think that's enough. I, I think it should be around four, four I and a half. I think they should have more. <clears throat> I agree. Um, I, I think Michigan probably wins the game because I think they're just a better basketball team. I don't. I, think I don't so. think it's by much. I think if this was last year, Florida State's favored by probably six. Oh, I do too. And and oh, and yeah, how, how robbed did we get last year? You Florida did. State was so I, so good last I'd year. I'd love to lie to you and tell you you didn't get robbed, but you did because that, cool. that team was good. They, that, they had a they had a legit chance to to run the table. Yeah, I think they probably. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we, we can't go back. But man, God Almighty, that was a that was a really really good basketball team. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Michigan probably the better team. I will not. I will not be surprised if Florida State wins, um, and I'd be willing to bet you that Michigan's not super thrilled about having to play Florida State. Hundred percent, no chance. Right now, no, they don't. They don't want any part of. It. I mean, they, it's not that they don't want any part of that, but out of the the any of the four slash five seeds that are there. Yeah. I mean, Creighton is one. I can give me Creighton over Florida State. Yeah. Nova. I, Nova's good. But, Nova's good, but but still, they're still without Gillespie, which, like I said, is their best player. Jay Wright does a tremendous job at Villanova. He's they're, a very very good coach. Stupid good. Um, Oregon State is the 12 from over there. I mean, I'm Point good. being, they're not thrilled about playing for us. No, they shouldn't. They, um, they shouldn't be. So, I mean, it's a one seed. It'll be an upset if they win. I'll be tuned in. Hope it happens. Um, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. It should, be, it should be a good basketball game. I think it'll be a, a good physical basketball game, and I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I'm with you. What's another matchup? Um, I don't. There's not like? a whole lot in the <clears throat> in the Sweet 16 that I'm, I'm really looking forward to. A couple of games that I, I want to see in the Elite Eight that I hope happen are uh, Houston and Loyola. Yeah, they're basically the same basketball team. Okay. Um, 
both are super reliant on defense. Yep. Loyola's probably a little bit more, I don't know, smooth on offense. Um, Houston's more athletic, though. So I, I think that'll be a fun matchup in the Elite Eight. Um, hopefully we get that. Baylor and Arkansas, I think, will be, I don't know, the total may be 190. I mean, dude, I watched the Baylor game, again, rooting interest, betting, betting interest on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were really good. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's like the second time I've watched them, like, opening well, they went, to finish. Yeah, so early in the year they were really, really good. They went, they had this little COVID break, and then they kind of was just here and there, a little everywhere, and they never really had any rhythm after that. And then tournament hit, and just like that, boy, them boys. Dude, they have two guards that mm-hmm. absolutely get theirs whenever they want it. That's what it comes down to in the tournament. Uh, two guards. I, 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 big man this, big man that. You got the kid from Loyola, right? Yeah. Um, and then the, <clears throat> the kid that was from Iowa who's now at home, Garza. Right. They, they absolutely impact the game. I'm not taking anything away from them. Nope. But, dude, guards run this show. Every in March. year. Guards. Get a senior guard. Who can get hot and just carry a basketball team. And it's over. Yep. They have, like, a calming influence, too. So, like, not only are they dominant, but they make everyone else better. Like, they calm everyone else down. Because, mm-hmm. like, I got – I'm going to bring the ball up the court. I'm going to defend the ball. Just make a play when I get you the rock. Right. But but when they do that, it's like, oh, okay. This is this is what how it's supposed to feel. I agree. But Baylor has two. Yeah. So, it's like, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they were both hot the other night. Was, they're they're going to be tough to beat. They are. They are. Um, and then – the winner of Michigan State, or sorry, Michigan Florida State will play hopefully Bama for my for my personal sake. I hope they play Bama. Right. Um, and I think that'll be a fun game because it's two completely contrasting styles. Florida State and Michigan both play a lot of defense. Now Alabama plays defense too. They're very good defensively, but mm, they run. They go. They go. See, that would be fun because Michigan Michigan will run too, won't they? Uh, I mean, yeah, and Florida State will too. But Florida State, they they would like to get up and down, right? Like, a track meet. They're they don't. Just, they're they just don't, not as good. You're right. They don't. Neither one of those two teams want to get in a track meet with Bama. I promise. No, because that is what they do. Yeah. Um, and then, what do you have in the final four? Do you have anything? Well, I don't have anything in the in the final four because remember I tried to submit my bracket. And oh yeah. It just didn't go through. I mean, I, I I still stand. I think I think I think I had Michigan coming out. I had Zaga coming out. Um, everything else is pretty much blown. I had Baylor as well, but I, mean, I pretty much took favorites. I guess it sounds like. Yeah, <clears throat> I um, have uh, I have Gonzaga, Bama. I had Texas Tech. I'm switching that to now Baylor because obviously Texas Tech is out. And then I have Houston. Um, and the, and that's that's my final four. That was my final four previously. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I love I love this time of year. I forgot how much I liked it because we didn't we did not get it last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've said this for a long time. This it's by far my favorite. My, the opening weekend of the tournament and and cooking and eating and having a good time gambling and and it's just it's a good time. Yeah, it was. It makes we, college basketball really fun. We had a really solid two days. Shout uh, out to you, Joey made wings. Oh, Sherm. I'm not sure if uh, Sherm listens. Whoo, Sherman Wells made some good wings. Yes, too. sir. He did. Those wings were really good. They were good. Um. Okay. You had the Boston butt and the, the ribs. It was all good. Burgers. The burgers. Traley made the cheese dip. It was just a good time. We come over to Joey's house, and there was probably at any point in time from Friday Friday around noon, noon till yeah. Sunday late. It was a packed house. It, it really was. All three TVs going. It was, a, it was a good time. Real, real good time. Yeah, enjoyed it thoroughly. Glad you guys were able to come, and, and glad, glad, we, uh, glad we had that little yeah. get-together. Good yeah, time. good time. Good time. Um, what we got next? You want to go football? Sure. We'll go football. Florida State first? We can go Florida State first. Not, hey, you want to go Florida first? Florida don't have much. Yeah, let's go Florida. We went Florida basketball, Florida State basketball. Let's go Florida. Okay. Um, and I do want to talk maybe a little ba- college baseball, our two teams, college baseball. Okay. I bet you do. I'm sure you want to talk about college baseball right now. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Florida State probably had their best week in the history of the program last week. Yeah, they did. Um. Tell me a little bit about Gator. I know there's not much. Like, look, Florida started spring football in February. Yeah, they're done. They've been done, right? Yeah. Like, wait, did they already have their spring scrimmage? Uh, I, I, I guess I think it might be this. No, it can't be this. I thought they, I thought they ended it again. I let me let me just say this. I have been a little on the busy side again this week, so I haven't uh, haven't been keeping up with it as well as I should. And we don't have our intern here. Yeah, and the intern's not here, that which is unfortunate. It. I need the intern to be here every Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to have to fix that. Hey, intern. Not you, Brad. Brad looked at me like, are you talking uh, to me? No, no, no. <laughs> the actual intern. I need the actual intern. 
He's a subscriber now, so he should. This should upload automatically to his phone. He left a review, and he left a review. Yep. So, yeah, I need the intern to uh, to help me out with this. But anyways, there's not much going on anyway. There's not. I, I mean, the biggest thing is at quarterback. Apparently, Emory Jones is the starter coming out of the spring. Oh. Um, okay. And Anthony Richardson's gonna gonna play meaningful snaps, whatever that means. Or or I don't, I don't even remember how he said it. But starter reps, right? Yeah, starter reps or something like that. He's gonna get starter reps. So what what does that even mean? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to uh, Dopey Dan's defense here. I think what he means is please don't transfer. Please, yeah, that's <laughs> a one. neither one of you transfer, mm-hmm. right? And second, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get run like Emory got, but you'll get more run. And if you're better than him like Emory was not better than Kyle Trask, then you might be able to take Emory's job. But we're going to give Emory the benefit of the doubt to start with. Because he's Stay been here. here. Yeah, stay. Don't leave. Because he's loyal. And I'm okay with the loyalty. I I'm really okay am. It. I'm good too. But I also want to win football games. We'll see how quick he flips uh, the switch here. Yeah. If it needs to be flipped. We'll see. That's true. All the buzz from spring was Emory didn't play his best football. Right. Struggled to touch in the passing game. And, and the quarterbacks weren't live, so there was no running. Yeah, so therefore Emory wasn't great. Right. Because that's what he does well. Right. Um, so. <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty much it, though, right? We, no, that's we, all I have for that. We've documented Florida football. Yeah, well, I, I'll, uh, I'll be better next week and do some more research, and um, we'll, we'll talk more about that next week. For sure. Um, Florida State. So, similar offense. Sit tight. They're not winning eight games. Say that one more time for me. I will say it, and it hurts me. But they're not winning eight games. They won three last year. Mm-hmm. Three, Joey. Three. One, two, three. Three. One, two, three. They're going to be better, but they're still not going to be good. I don't know where this um, fallacy is coming from where people think that they're going to be good. They have the same damn players, Joey. <laughs> You know the old adage, you can't make chicken salad out of chicken expletive? Good job. Yes, I do know that. And I'm sure they're great young men, but they still don't have dudes that are ready to go yet. It's coming. I feel like it's coming. It's moving in the right direction. But we got to dampen, temper these expectations some as a fan base. Boys, this this is not going to be pretty this year. You got 21 games. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the clock's ticking, huh? Clock's ticking. Twenty-one no. games. No, good thing the people that make those type of uh, comments aren't the ones that make the decisions. So, I feel you. So, how's spring practice going? It's going. It's going, man. It's going. It's it's going as it would go. They have no offensive playmakers. None. They don't have a very great <clears throat> offensive line. Okay. Okay. Which is normal. Same thing. Yeah, that's that's a par for the course. Uh-huh. I think they'll be better, but they're right. still not going to be good. Okay. Um, now, what we will like kind of focus in on the quarterback position a little bit. That's uh, gosh, you read my mind. That's what you wanted to go. Yes. Do you have any specific questions or anything well, you want me to answer? Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Well, no, I don't have any thoughts yet. I'm going to have thoughts in a minute after I get your thoughts. Okay. Um, but in our very extensive show notes right here that Brad completely altered on whenever he said something about Florida basketball and it, <laughs> and I like this is the first time in a while we've actually had like true show notes in front of us and so. <laughs> I was a little disappointed that it, it like it went that far he, off with that freelanced. jab at my heart. He freelance. <clears throat> he freelance because I mean these are in depth. Yeah. So I, bullet I was, points. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, in depth bullet points. It's not like we got you know <laughs> word for word what we're saying or anything. But no, no. <laughs> anyways, the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis mm-hmm. versus Mackenzie Milton versus anyone else. Uh, no, those two. It's just those two, That's correct? It. How's that going so far? All right. So let me start this by saying for Seminole fans, it's truly a win-win. Because if Jordan Travis does indeed beat out Mackenzie Milton, which is the rumor right now that he's playing better football, then that means Jordan Travis got better as a passer. And then you got better as a football. He's electric with his legs. We, I mean, that's that's he been is documented. Crazy dynamic yeah, we've seen with that. his legs. Right. But he's lacking in the, in the passing game. He can't do it. So in order for him to win, he's going to have to get better in the passing game. And if he's doing that, then Florida State fans have won. <laughs> I have no loyalty to Mackenzie Milton. 
<laughs> this is a weird infatuation with Mackenzie Milton amongst the fan base. And I'm happy we got him, of course, because I think he could probably be better than what we have. But if he's not, don't care. <laughs> I, I really don't. I, and I'm sorry. I, I appreciate your grind and your journey and how you got here and that you chose Florida State. And that's wonderful. And you it gave is. Florida State a little bit of momentum. But like you said, Joe, I want to win. I want to win a football game. And if you're not the best guy, then you can't be the quarterback just because it, I find it hard to believe. I guarantee they, they the conversation went like this with Mackenzie Milton, and I don't know this to be true. I wasn't in the room, but I, I would I would imagine it was something like this: You will get the first reps. You are going to take starter reps. It will be your job to lose. If you lose it, your ass lost it. Not my problem. Not our, that's not my problem. Right. Be a damn good teammate or leave again. I, I don't know what to tell you. If you're the, if you're the starter, you'll have that opportunity. And he did. He took the starter reps, and so far, Jordan Travis has outplayed him. Poor reports, like reports. Now, they've been in spring ball for like six days. Like literally six practices. Right. So here's where I'll flip it. So let me get that part out there. Jordan Travis, uh, again, I'm not privy to being able to go to practice. The media's only gone two days. So nobody really knows. Right. right? But up until now, Jordan Travis has played better than Mackenzie Milton. Okay. Now, let me. here's the caveat. Here's what I will say. Like, but wait, there's more. Jordan Travis was the starter last year for the majority of the season. Right. He knows the offense. Of course. He knows the players. Of course. He knows what he's supposed to do. Mackenzie Milton does not know the offense, does not know the players. And here's where it gets really interesting. What makes Jordan Travis good is that he's able to extend plays with his legs after when, when things break down, when the offensive line is garbage and things break down. That's where he's made a lot of his plays. Mackenzie Milton is not doing that. The offensive line isn't as good as it's going to be. They're missing one guy that's hurt right now that's, that is the best lineman. He will be back. And I think they're going to try and add one. Um, not to mention, they don't have any weapons. They have no wide receivers that can get open. None. That's an issue. There's two freshmen that might start. And then there's one that's coming, Destin Payson or Destin Hill. He's like, eight, he's like 17 years old. He's not even 18. He's like 17 from New Orleans. He's really good. He might also start. <laughs> they might have like literally at one point like three freshman receivers playing because what they have is not good. So you have a guy with McKenzie Milton not familiar with the offense and then has nobody that can get any damn separation. Well, yeah, I'm sure he probably doesn't look good. Yeah. So no, I, I, mean, think, right. I think as practice <clears throat> goes on and he gets more familiar with personnel and gets more familiar with the offense and where you're supposed to go with the football, I think he will – I think the improvement that McKenzie Milton can show in the next two weeks is far greater than the improvement that Jordan Travis can show. Does that make sense? Like, I think Jordan Travis is basically maxed out with, you know, with the exception of maybe getting like getting the ball out on time a little bit quicker, maybe. But I think the growth that McKenzie Milton can still have is more. So, like, if Jordan Travis is ahead, will he be ahead at the end of the spring? I don't know. Time will tell. But it's a win-win for Florida State. If it's even a conversation, it's a win because it means Jordan Travis is playing better. So, similar fans. I don't understand the allegiance to McKenzie Milton. I have no loyalty to McKenzie Milton. Yeah, no, I mean, and nor should you. I remember us having this conversation not too long ago, and uh, I, I, I'm not a McKenzie Milton fan. I didn't think the guy's very good, and I still don't think he's very good. I, I, I think Jordan Travis, if he is okay with his arm, I think he'll be the starter. But, but okay, and, and so to your point, he hasn't been okay with his arm. Previously. Yeah. In the spring so far, it appears as he might be okay with his arm. But he ha- up until now, he has not been. Right. And it's kind of like, I don't know what I have in McKenzie Milton. But I damn sure do know what I saw Jordan Travis do. Yeah. He's extremely limiting on an offense. As a defensive coach, I'm like, okay, yeah. I, I'm, we're going to blast you till you don't want to get up anymore. And then the offense is shut down. Yeah. You're that's what wrong. happened a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it really, I mean, it, that, essentially, that's how they play defense on him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I want to see that. It's how you feel about Mike White. Like, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> that I want to see that again. I've, I've seen enough. I'm good. Like, at least I know McKenzie Milton can stretch the ball downfield. Jordan Travis can't. Up and from what I've seen, right. So we'll see, man. I just—it's just not looking good. Like the defenses look good. I'm—I'm I'm not drinking that Kool Aid at all. Not doing it. Nope. 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 Been there, done that, three times now. Yeah. Not drinking the defenses. Great Kool Aid. Offense is garbage, probably. <laughs> That'd be my bet. I—I I still think with them being average or a little bit below average, they can win five, six games. They might can win seven. That's, that's reasonable. You know what I mean? That's reasonable. Like they're going, they're yeah. We're not going to go down the schedule, but I think five, six games, you've almost doubled your win production. I mean, what what do you want? They don't have ten, ten and not, one. It's not yeah. They want ten. They want twelve. It's not realistic. Get it together. 
So now it's time to talk baseball, guys, because Florida State had a big week. Florida State did have a big week. Joey, I, I may want to throw it to you first. Okay. Did we talk about that Florida State-Florida game? We talked about it, right? Cause they we touched on, on it. They played Wednesday. Yep. We recorded Thursday. Yep. Uh, we don't need to go back to that. Nope. I'm, I'm good with that. Um, anything new with Florida baseball? Florida, I believe this weekend was when they swept Texas A&M. Oh, yeah. So Florida, Florida's a weird team on the diamond, right, baseball-wise. They're they're one of the more talented teams, and they're still one of the most talented teams in college baseball. And they're going to play deep into um, the summer, yeah. and they're going to play in Omaha. All this is going to happen, Airwood. Knock on wood. I have wood in front of that's me. I don't that, have to say Airwood. That's that curse. Hey, uh, speaking of speaking of that curse. Hey, congrats to the Big Twelve. I mean the the Pac Twelve. The Pac Twelve. You're welcome. In the I tournament. Did, I did that. You that did was, that. I did that. Front porch. Yeah. Curse. I Live said that, I well. said they wouldn't win a game in the tournament, and they've been the best. And they they've lost one, and that was Colorado, Cur- Colorado? courtesy of Florida State. That's a, we did that too. <laughs> <laughs> Front porch was involved, and in, we got our hands in everything. Illuminati, a little here, a little there. Hello, oh, Jesus Lord. <laughs> Anyways, so but Florida Florida's really really talented. The problem with Florida right now is that outside looking in, I have this. I have no inside information on this. This is not coming from anyone that I know personally. I, I promise you it's really not like that's right, no, like, I, I just want to make that clear. This has nothing to do with someone that I may know very well on the baseball team. This Carry has nothing on. to do with him. Okay. This is just my opinion on the outside looking in. It seems like the, the it almost feels like the university of Florida is a minor league system right now. Mm-hmm. Like you, you go to the minor leagues, we've had we've had Kirkman on a couple of times or once no twice and uh like when you're in the minors you don't care about your team's win loss you care about what can I do to get myself to the next level yep and that's what it feels like Florida baseball team is right now it's a bunch of individuals just trying to get themselves to the next level yep and and but you can see that yeah so I mean I I can't imagine like going to the park every day and being like I don't care about you guys I really don't I'm I'm here for me yeah no I've never operated in that I, I couldn't. I can't. I can't. And I'm not. I'm not as. I was never as good as any of those guys. Nope, so I don't. I don't know close. what their thought process is, or, or how they go about their daily lives, or yep. any of that. So I, I can't speak for them. But like I said, just based on what I see from the outside looking in, that's the way it seems and it feels like. Is they're they're just a bunch of individuals that are really really talented that are playing baseball on the same field. Yep. So, but what what I what I can comment on is that I am a competitor and I'll do whatever it takes to win. You can agree with that, right? Yes. So while we hundred percent, while we might not be as talented, I will put myself aside and to make sure the team wins if that's what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right with your assessment there. I mean, honest to God, the coach even agrees with you. Um, the coach even agrees with you. The head coach, Kevin O'Sullivan. Yeah. He said we need an edge. We're looking for an edge. And we and said they, we said last week they they have one. And I, and I could not agree more. Right. You need a selfless player. You need an edge. I, I totally agree. You do need an edge. You do need a freaking edge. It's like a hell. I wonder if you have one on the roster. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyways, Florida State baseball. Um, well, we're going to transition off of that before we get carried away. Um, Florida State baseball. Did you have anything else on Florida? No. I, I mean, they, like I said, they'll, they're going to figure it out. And they're talented enough to beat most teams they play anyways. So... And they do, and they do, and, and they're like I said, they're they're going to play deep into the summer, and it is what it is. If they start playing like a team, they're going to be hell come come Omaha. Yeah, and they have time to figure it out too. Yeah, you don't, plenty. Honestly, you don't want to peak right now anyway. So no, 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 no. But for sure, honestly, so, though, I, I I do hope they find an edge, and, and then they, <laughs> they go ahead and play play late, play you know, get hot when it's hot. Anyways, yeah, I hope they play eighteen a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> FSU baseball. Um. So they had probably one of the best weeks they've had in a really, really long time. As we kind of already documented, they beat Florida on Wednesday of last week, and then they swept Miami. It was a good Miami baseball team um, in Miami, at Miami. Um, just some quick numbers, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. I do. I have a couple of questions I want to ask you. Yes, sir. But Because you're the baseball guy. You're a baseball coach. Um, so they went 4-0 against Florida and Miami. That's what makes all this so good because it's two good teams and also rivals. But they outscored them by forty-four to four, mm-hmm. um, and then the pitchers struck out fifty in thirty-six innings, mm-hmm. uh, and they didn't commit a single error over the weekend. That's hard to do in three games. Yeah, it's hard. That's hard to do. That's of course, when do. you got fifty strikeouts, I guess it's not as hard because that means balls aren't being put in play. Exactly. So the the one thing I would say is, you know what else is hard to do? Sustain. It's hard to continue to do that. Yep. 
So there's going to be bumps in the road. Like, like I think they're probably going to drop this game uh, tonight, or as you listened last night, UCF, uh, it was top 10, 5-4. They made an error, a throwing error. Florida State did. But anyways, um, what do you think, like, I, I know you watched the Florida State game, but, like, what do you think is is their best, like, asset for Florida State, like, since Mike Martin Sr. has left and Mike Martin Jr. has become? I mean, I haven't watched. I can't say I've watched every game. I've, I watched one with you, and I watched. Um, I, 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 I was in and out of the Florida game, right? right. So I, I mean, I, I saw it, and then I saw it on replay because you know, watch ESPN has has replays or whatever. And so I, I've been in and out of that. I haven't. I still haven't watched the entire game. So I've watched one and probably three quarters games. But for me, it, their approach at the plate is so old school. You know what I mean? Like they're they're seem to be again. It's it's one and three quarters games for me, so it could be I could be off. But they scored forty four runs in three games against Miami at Miami. So yeah, that's Florida combined. So oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry sorry sorry. so four games but yeah right eleven a game. So that's that's yeah that's um you know pretty good. Um, but they seem to be pretty pretty aggressive early in the count. And then my my biggest takeaway from like I said the one and three quarters game that I've seen was. They, they, they work at bats. They get quality at bats. We call them quabs, right? Yeah. The quality at bats, you get about six pitches, and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But when they get two strikes on them, they, they go, like, like kind of old school a little bit, check, spread out a little bit, choke up a little bit, throw the hands, put the barrel to the baseball. Yep. And if it's a good enough pitch, they'll foul it off. They'll just spray it. Hey, hit it in the dugout. Good for me. Yep. I get another one. I get another one that might miss middle. And if I and if it misses middle, I'm going to throw my hands at the baseball and hit barrel to yep. the baseball. And mm-hmm. then it's going to fly because that's what baseballs do. And that's just I mean that's the way it is and I don't know if that's just new blood with meat coming in and uh and, and kind of taking over or if they really believe in what he is selling or if if he's changed their philosophies or their mentalities or what you know I'm not I'm not close enough to that program to know that. But just like I said based on what I've seen their approaches at the plate are just I mean right now is is it's hard to, it's hard to be. It's 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 fun to watch. I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, what every coach always says is, we don't want anything to be easy. Like I've seen our buddy JT Clark mm-hmm. tweets from time to time, like don't be easy. Like anything worth having's not easy. Right? Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? And I, I know I've heard you countless times. It can't be easy. Like right. don't be an easy out. Like it's not going to be easy. Compete. compete. Just give me right? just give me competitive in the box. And like what I when I coach. I don't want you to enjoy this. I don't want you to Ever. this football game. I don't want you to leave here on Friday night on the bus. And be like, man, that was a lot of fun. If it was fun, then we didn't have, we didn't do our job. hundred percent. I, I want you to hurt. I don't, I, I may mean, not like physically like, injured, but like, I don't want you to feel good when you, I want you to be like, damn, that was a physical football game. Right. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever it may be. Right. Like, seven damn, innings of hell for us. That's, damn, what, that's, that's my thing. Seven innings of hell. Give me seven innings of hell. Damn. We had to grind out. That's freaking, God, there's not an easy out in the lineup. Right. You know, like, and it's the same thing. Like, it's super demoralizing mentally. With, with basketball, it's about Florida State. I, I, was, I watched it with Bradford, and like, time and time again, I was like, nothing is easy. They can't inbound the ball easy. They can't bring the ball up the court easy. Yes, sir. No pass is easy. Everything is contested. Nothing is easy. It wears you down mentally. Yes. And you're like, good God, can this nightmare be over? Yes. And, and honestly, that's how they act in the box. Like, they are aggressive early, which I like. Same. Try to find something to hit early. And then once once I get behind or I don't get what I'm looking for, then at that point, then at that point I'm gonna be like you said, I'm a I'm a battle. I'm gonna have a quality at bat. And so I mean that's what they do. And I me has always been for that. He hasn't always had full control. Um, but look, man, anytime you pitch and you have fifty strikeouts in thirty six innings, yeah, that's a recipe to beat the hell out of people. Mm-hmm. And that's what you do. I mean, it's hard to make errors. So. I think they have a good baseball team. Um, I'll be interested to see kind of like what happens moving forward. They're yeah. an interesting t- uh, team to watch. They were like ranked, and then they dropped out of the polls because they had a couple bad losses. Uh, like yeah. I think Pitt swept them. I was going to say Pitt swept them, I'm pretty Pitt sure. Pitt swept them. Um, but Pitt is an underrated team, believe it or not. And then um, you know, now they're like 17. I think they're going to, like I said, I think they're going to drop this one that they played last night. But uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's interesting. I'm, it's, it's a good time to be a Seminole fan and less – you only like football, and then it's hard, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it and then it's hard. But um, I mean, you want to kind of wrap it up here? 
Bradford. That's going to be it for tonight, Sitters. This has been Bradford Douglas along with Joey Edge and Chris Martinez, and we are Front Board Sitting. See you next time, Sitters.